hello, hello. Welcome to A Book A Week, the podcast. I'm your host, Molly. Thanks for joining me. This is episode 16 of the podcast. If you're brand new, welcome. If you're returning, thanks for coming back. This is a short and sweet podcast where I review books that can be read in a week's time. Um, It's about as simple as that. And uh, in terms of a few quick updates, so uh, next week, the podcast turns six months old. Woohoo! We've survived. Um, And so we'll be doing a little giveaway next week to celebrate that. So stay tuned and um, also make sure to follow us on Twitter if you're on there. We are at Book Week Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Follow us. We'll follow you back. And um, we'll also have a retweet to win contest next week. So uh, make sure to, to stay tuned. Um, and also make sure that we are available in a number of avenues. So you can, uh, if you have an iPhone on the Apple Store, you can subscribe to a Book Week podcast. And each time there's a new episode, it will download immediately for you. Um, we are also on SoundCloud, which is where we primarily feed the, the tracks into. It's soundcloud.com slash a book a week podcast. We have a Gmail, a book a week podcast at gmail.com. And then finally, uh, we are creating a website. So it is a book a week podcast.com, which also redirects to Molly Kate Communicates, which is my um, general website. I work in PR and marketing, so that's my website. And so the two will be fused together so you can find uh, a book a week in whatever way suits you best. So if there are any other um, ways to listen that you think I'm missing out on, tweet me, uh, email me. Pretty much uh, there are a number of options, but I want to make sure that these episodes are easy to listen to and that these books are fast little reads. So for episode um, 16, I have decided to cover the five love languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. It's the number one New York Times bestseller by Gary Chapman. And the reason I'm reviewing it uh, is one, it's short, and two, um, so I got married in the last month and um, we received this as a wedding present, so I thought it would be a fun little book to review and plus I think most people are familiar with the concept of the five love languages but it's nice to see examples and um, it's written by an author speaker and counselor um, who travels the world to present seminars and has really kind of um, made the five love languages his own so uh, if you're unfamiliar with what those languages are I will go ahead and read them to you now. Simple ideas, lasting love. Between busy schedules and long days, expressing love can fall by the wayside. We forget to compliment, to give gifts, just because, to linger in our embrace. The things that say I love you seem to either not get said or not get through. This is a book about saying it and hearing it clearly. No gimmicks, no psychoanalyzing, just learning to express love in your spouse's language. With over 1 million copies sold, The Five Love Languages has transformed countless relationships. Its ideas are simple and conveyed with clarity and humor, making this book as practical as it is personable. You'll be inspired by real-life stories and encouraged by its common-sense approach. 
Reading this book feels like taking a walk with a wise friend. Applying it will forever change your relationship starting today. Um, and the book itself clocks in at like just around 200 pages, but the book, I mean, it's a big font, tiny pages, um, real easy to, to, uh, to get through. So I, uh, I recommend that you pick it up and, uh, within, um, you know, a few hours or a day you'll be done with it. But you might be wondering if you've never even heard of this concept before, what the five love languages are. I will share them now. They are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So those are the five that are defined as, uh, by Gary Chapman in his bestseller. And um, after reading the book, <laughs> I'm not fully sure what my love language is. Um, I think I'm more of like a combination of several different types. Uh, I definitely, I am more of a uh, words of affirmation type of person. I like to, um, or in terms of how I show how I care about others is, um, you know, being polite and kind with my words, complimenting them. Um, and I also like to, like, you know, um, give people gifts and spend some time with them. Those are the ways that I c communicate how I care about others is through my words uh, and gifts. I'm not so much of an acts of service person. Like, I, there are plenty of people I know that are acts of service where they may not outright tell you how you, they feel about you, but they'll express how they care through, like, doing chores, like taking out the trash, you know, um, doing the dishes, um, mowing the lawn. You know, things like that. The, those are more acts of service. And um, those can be very meaningful to a lot of people. And for me, I'll, I'll do those things for sure. But that, that's not like my, my primary way of showing people that I care. Um, physical touch is also an interesting one because a physical touch is like, um, I'd say, important in most romantic relationships. Um, but some people uh, use it more than others. Um, and I would say, honestly, the best approach is to incorporate a number of these things into your relationship. And also, I think this, the five love languages can really be more used more so for like some of your platonic um, friendships as well. And it really has to do with the relationships that you have with other people in general. Like how you show that you care about them, how you show that they're appreciated, things like that, um, you know, uh, can be expressed using things like this. And I think what the book does is, you know, it it um, really simplifies um, the way that people communicate with each other. And it might oversimplify, in fact, um, because, you know, uh, life is rarely black and white, you know, um, like copy and paste type of thing um, where you can easily say, if you do this for me, you'll make me feel happy and loved. And if I do this for you, you'll feel happy and loved. Um, you know, people are complicated and they have a hard time first knowing what they want and be expressing their wants and needs. And so this book uh, attempts to explain just that. I think it's definitely, it's a fun concept. And also it's kind of like a like a, a personality test a little bit. Like I think people always find value in personality types or like 
those uh, Bud, BuzzFeed quizzes, you know, which type of uh, love language are you most like? You know, things like that. Like, I think people find relevance because they can take a quiz, find they are something, and it's not like there's a right or wrong answer. It's just the way that people are sorted, people are grouped into these. Um, that uh, it's certainly very interesting. So I would say maybe my primary one is just words of affirmation in terms of uh, I say it through words. I try to make other feel, people feel appreciated. And then for me, like one of the, I've always said to you know some of my friends, um, to my now husband that uh, kindness really is important to me and you can get me to do a lot for you if, just through kindness. So hopefully no one will use that uh, in a manipulative way, but you know, if you say, thank you, please, things like that. I'll be super glad to do things for other people, but as soon as like someone's ungrateful or, you know, expresses something along those lines that they don't really care about my being around or what I've done for them, then I lose the motivation to do things like that. So it's really the words of affirmation that um, make me feel loved and, um, you know, how I try to show it to other people. But one interesting concept that Gary Chapman includes in this book is that rarely do the two people in a relationship have the same love language. So, um, like, a lot of times he'll sit couples down and say, like, what would make you feel loved by your husband or wife or whatever? And people would write it down, and then he'd share, you know, the findings with the husband and wife and, you know, say, oh, you know, like, you don't have to do this, but if you did this, this would make, like, you know, if um, you did simple things, like made sure um, the house was picked up or um, had already started on dinner or things like that, like by the time I got home, stuff like that, that that would really make the significant other happy. Um, so uh, sometimes, I mean, overall, this, this book shows that communication is incredibly important no matter what relationship you have. With anyone, um, you always have to communicate, you know, kind of what you're looking for. And this is no different. You have to figure out um, what makes you feel loved, how you express it to other people. And if you can share that with your partner, um, you'll be more likely um, positioned for success, I think. You know, it's um, it's important to, to uh, identify these things about yourself. And also have like open and honest conversations um, that this book describes. Um, but yeah, I think love languages is super quick. And honestly, uh, so there are the five. You could probably go in the book and just pick which one sounds the most intriguing to you. You know, whether you're an acts of service, quality time, physical touch, receiving gifts, or words of affirmation person, I'm sure you'll find something in here that applies to you. And I wouldn't be surprised if technically there would be like more types of love languages. Um, these seem like the five basic ones, but uh, I'm sure as time goes on, there are probably other ways that you could express uh, how you feel about someone. Um, so yeah, really quick, easy book. And honestly, um, this I picked a really quick and easy book because uh, last week was crazy busy for me. And because this upcoming week, I'm trying to be a little bit more ambitious, and I'm going to um, review in episode 17, Big Little Lies, which I've been watching on HBO, and the finale is this Sunday, and I will be finishing the book on the same day as the finale. So if you're a fan of the HBO limited series, 
or the book from 2014. You'll definitely want to tune into episode 17. Um, really hoping to be on track and post that um, late this weekend. So, yeah, I appreciate you listening to episode 16. Um, we turn six months next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, and hopefully I'll uh, get some guests on here soon so that you don't have to get sick of listening to just my old voice. So thanks for tuning in. Um, if I, I mean, if I had to give this book a rating out of the 1 to 10 that I normally do, I guess i give this book like a 5 or 6. And I, that sounds harsh, but I mean, it's not. I mean, like, it's an okay book. I enjoyed reading it. I, th I think it's fine. Um, but I just felt like things were redundant um, reading it after a while. And it's short and quick, so there's really nothing to complain about. But, you know, once you read it, you kind of get the concepts. They're very um, simple, familiar. So it was a, it was an okay book, but it's more so just the conversation that it generates that um, I really enjoyed. So make sure to come back for episode 17 of next week. I'm really excited for Big Little Lies. Um, let's reconnect with reading, and I will see you next time.